Yes, hello, hello, welcome back, welcome back, thank you for coming back, or if it's your first time here, thank you for joining me. Um, Today we're going to do a little quick episode of the Pit Stop Podcast, as we're all just looking for something to do between now and the race on April 30th in Baku. So what I thought I would do today would be to just run over the remaining schedule for the Formula One calendar year and for this season. Kind of go over where we've got breaks, where, you know, there's there's back-to-back races. And it's a pretty full schedule this season. Still 20 weeks to go, so 23 races in all. And I just thought we'd run through kind of when and where each race is taking place. Maybe there's uh, you're listening out there and that you didn't realize a race was coming your way or when it was. And uh, I'd like to I'd like to get that information out to you, as we are um, we're still two weeks, a little over two weeks away from Azerbaijan and uh, the next Grand Prix. So I know everyone out there is getting anxious and looking for something to hold us over until then. So why don't we just um, jump? I say it every time, but let's just jump right into it and and talk about this. So we've got it's been a long. A long wait, right? It hasn't been a week yet since the last Grand Prix, and we still have two more weeks until we go to Baku. So that would be the longest layoff aside from the summer break this year, is this break we're in right now to Baku. So April 30th, Azerbaijan. You know, I had never heard of Azerbaijan. Um, Well, so I had only heard of it once before when I was younger. My younger brother did a uh, social studies project on Azerbaijan, and I think he he got it because it was a smaller place. He didn't know m- too much about it, but it's just interesting that I, you know, it was a place that had been out of my thought process for about fifteen or twenty years, and now it's uh, it's back. You know, with the Formula One, it, it's there every year, and it's interesting to me too because it's a place. A lot of these places you don't realize are as beautiful and as opulent as they are when the, when the Grand Prix comes through there, you know, you hear Azerbaijan and you might not think it's such a, such a beautiful place, but Baku really does look like a a, a nice spot and the city's there. And it's one great thing about the F1 season is we get to see all parts of the world and different cultures and different, different places, because it doesn't matter where you're from. You can appreciate fast cars and loud noises, right? So April 30th will be in Baku, and then there's a one-week break. Formula One comes to Miami for the Miami Miami Grand Prix on May 7th. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm going to try to get out there for the free practice sessions. I've got some family I'd like to visit down in that area as well. So May 7th, Miami, and then we have a uh, two-week break again. Another two weeks off until... Uh, May 21st, Formula One's going to roll into Imola in Italy. So uh, two weeks off, we'll go to Italy, and then it's just a one-week break from Italy to the car parade in Monaco, which, um, you know, when I first started watching Formula One, I was like, wow, that's a, a beautiful place, cool track, nice place to race. But now that I've learned more and more about the sport, it's really a beautiful place for a parade of cars because... There's not a lot of there's not a lot of um, opportunity for overtakes. There's not a lot of opportunity to to make a move. So, really, the qualifying in my mind is the action you're looking for on uh, Monaco weekend. And after Monaco, another one week off, and we'll be in Spain on June fourth. And then we've got a two week break there 
uh, from Spain to Canada. F1 will roll into the North Country on June 18th. And um, then there's another two weeks off and we're going to the Red Bull Ring in Austria on June 30th. And I noticed this year just one race, I believe, in Austria. I think last season they did back-to-back weekends at the Red Bull Ring. I might be wrong about that, but I think I remember seeing two... Oh, right, maybe they canceled the Russian Grand Prix. Is that why they had two in, in the Red Bull Ring last year? It could be, now that my memory is kicking in a little bit. I think they canceled the Russian Grand Prix and moved a second race to Austria. I could be wrong. But I think that's why... See, I thought maybe annually they had two races there. But that must be the case is that they it was a substitute in 2022. So after the Red Bull ring, we've got um, one week till the, uh, the event rolls into Great Britain. And to Silverstone on July 9th. Um, and then we've got two weeks off to... July 23rd. So I feel looking at the schedule, and we'll, we'll finish going over it, but it just seems like there's a lot more two-week gaps this year. I, again, I could be wrong, and like I always say, and we're gonna, it's going to be a joke, but I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about it. So if you do know, and if you do you know, understand the scheduling, and this is normal, or this is abnormal, or you know, any aberrations that I'm missing, or things that I don't understand, please email in at f1funcast at gmail.com or, uh, you know, tweet me or whatever you want to do. But I'd like to know, but I think it just seems to me that there's a lot of two weeks in my schedule here that I'm looking at, two-week gaps. So we go Great Britain, two weeks, then we're off to Hungary, and then one week until Belgium. And the Grand Prix in Belgium this year happens to fall on your podcaster's birthday, which is going to make for a fun Sunday morning, afternoon, whenever it is. It'll be a nice uh, nice little treat to have some racing to watch on a Sunday. Having a summer birthday, it's tough. You don't have many holidays. You don't have days off for school. You don't get to go to school and celebrate your birthday. So I'll try to make the best of it this year with the Belgium Grand Prix. And then uh, right after that, the right after Belgium, we've got the summer break, the month, one month long break, which is going to be brutal. It's almost like we're in that break now. We're in the middle of a three-week break, but uh, come the end of July, we'll have one month to uh, to regroup. And, you know, I understand everybody needs a break. Drivers need a break. Team principals need a break. The people that work the tracks, everybody, you know, it, it's grueling and people need time off. It's just a bummer as a fan when you have to uh, tune out for a month and, and find something else to watch. But then um, we come back a month later on August 27th, with the Dutch Grand Prix in the Netherlands, and then a week off, and my notes here say Italy again, and I'm just going to verify that because I'm not sure that we go to Italy twice this year. I may have made a bad note. Let me take a look. Ah, yes. Um, I did not make a bad note. We don't make bad notes here on the F1 Funcast. I just put Italy for one and Imola for the other, but yes, in fact, on September 3rd, F1 will be in Italy, and then have a two-week break until the race in Singapore. And I really like that Singapore Grand Prix. I like what they do. I believe it's usually a night race, and it's a beautiful setup. Looks great. One of the ones I look forward to just in terms of racing action and um, that setup. I think it's really cool. I think it's a neat-looking 
track and a great place to have a Grand Prix. And I just imagine that environment there must be pretty wild outside the track. And uh, yeah, I like the Singapore. I like the setup there quite a bit. So then we take a one week break from there and we go on September 24th. They'll be in Japan. Then we have another two week break and on October 8th, Formula One will be in Qatar, the host of the World Cup, uh, Football World Cup this past year. So Qatar will have their Grand Prix in October. And again, one of those places that if you don't know much about it, you think it's different than what it is. And when um, when the World Cup was there, it was really impressive with the culture and the people and uh, everything you could you could want, you could take away from um, that experience. It looked great. I know there were people very upset there was no alcohol in the stands at the World Cup, and they probably are like that for the for the Grand Prix as well, but that's okay, right? And that's okay to watch, watch the event and then have your uh, beverages in private or um, in some other, some other time. I mean, I've gone to plenty of events in my life where the main event was, was the alcohol. And then by the end of it, I forgot who won the game I came to go to. I spent all this money to go to an event and you go there, you have a few drinks and next thing you know, it's over. So I'm not making any moral judgments here. Everyone does their own thing, but it doesn't have to be the worst thing in the world. And besides the race in Qatar will be in front of the people of Qatar who live there and live in this culture. So for me, I say no big deal. Enjoy the race. And then we move on after Cutter. We've got a two-week hiatus, and we come to the opposite of that dry situation in Cutter. We'll be in Austin, Texas, where I'm sure the pints will be flowing and the crowds will be swaying, and it'll be a lot of fun. But it'll be a lot different than uh, than last, you know, the last Grand Prix in Cutter, where I'm sure it's a much more sober environment. And again, no judgments on either one of those just the facts of how different the cultures are and um, not to say one's right or one's wrong it's just different so then we have a one week break and they go to Mexico Sergio Perez's home Grand Prix Checo and I'm going to look into that one too being out where I am in my location I think the Mexico City Grand Prix might be an option for me if not this year definitely looking forward to maybe 2024 going and going down to Mexico, checking out a, a Grand Prix down there. And then uh, there's a one-week break until November 5th, the Brazilian Grand Prix. And then we have two weeks off, and Formula One comes back up north to Las Vegas, which I'm very interested in. I'm sure if you listened to my last couple episodes, I've talked a lot about it. I'd like to get out to Vegas that weekend. We've got friends in the city, and I've had that circled in my mind for a while now that that could be the chance to really... Uh, really see what it's all about, see these cars and these drivers up close and um, do it at the same time as, as spending time with good family and friends that live in the area. So that is the penultimate race. And then the final race of the year, I believe, as always, is one week later in Abu Dhabi. I, I say as always because I believe that's always the last race of the season. Again, you you smart fans out there know better than I do. So let me know if I'm wrong about that or when that back, uh, when that tradition started of having Abu Dhabi host the final Grand Prix of the year. Now, one thing I want to ask you all about this, this schedule we have and, and the breaks and the time is, let me know. Tweet me, email me, hit me up on Instagram. When do you think, what week 
do you think the Drivers' Championship is going to be wrapped up? And who do you think is going to wrap up that Drivers' Championship? And then when do you think the Constructors will be wrapped up? And who's going to win the Constructors? And I know it's very tempting to say Max and Red Bull, you know, uh, in Singapore or in Japan. Or it's like Clue, right? You've, you've Mr. Colonel Mustard in the closet with the candelabra or whatever. But is Colonel Mustard in the closet? I don't know. He might have come out. But anyway, let me know. I'd be interested to see when you think the, the Drivers' Championship will be wrapped up, the Constructors, when that'll be wrapped up. And maybe let me know who you see uh, coming in second and third on the year. Who's going to make those those big jumps? And uh, when will they be made? If you have a favorite team that you've been keeping an eye on and you're ready to see some improvement, when's that going to happen? When, when do you think we will see somebody challenge uh, Red Bull? At the top of the grid, can can Mercedes put a run on them? Will Ferrari work out all their kinks and, and get back to the top of the grid? Who will be the first non-Red Bull driver to win a race this year, too? And when will that come? Which of these races will that come? I mean, after Australia, Mercedes looked good. George Russell, it's too bad he flamed out. He was having a nice race. Uh, I like seeing Aston Martin putting a lot of pressure at the top of the grid. Ferrari is always just a, a couple tweaks away and a, a little bit of straightening out, and they're they're right there. And and every other team is going to take a shot and take a run. And so let me know when you think you will see some changes at the top of the grid, if you will, and let me know when you think these championships are going to be wrapped up because that's part of the fun. And if you want, I'll put your name in your prediction on the calendar. And when that race comes up, we'll discuss how your prediction went and whether you were right or not about the the championships being wrapped up. So trying to keep it quick here. That's a quick little pit stop pod. We're going along, a little long for the pit stop. So we're probably going to get, you know, some some talking to from the from the crew chief because pit stops shouldn't usually be taking this long. But I had a lot of fun discussing the upcoming schedule and uh, where this season is headed. So just uh, like I said, always on Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, it's at F1 Funcast. And uh, please share this around and let me know what you think. But again, this is just a quick look at the schedule and we hope to uh, hear from you guys between now and Baku. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. I am out of here, y'all.